Now, when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NOCO Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NOCO Retirement Report. Thanks to a down economy, Americans have lost a collective $3.4 trillion from their 401ks and IRAs in the first half of 2022. So what money moves should people be considering moving forward? Alicia, Chuck, and Josh have some strategies to share with you today on the show. Thanks for joining us, Northern Colorado. You've found the NOCO Retirement Report. Along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. You can reach the Lehman Lewis Financial Group anytime. The phone number, 970-446-1234. On the web, LehmanLewisResources.com. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. (laughs) Well, this week in history, we like to start the show off with, uh, you know, some things that have been happening this time in history. 1935, President Franklin Roosevelt's Revenue Act, referred to as the Wealth Tax Act, took effect 1935, so just a few decades ago. Uh, a little closer to home, 1978, Frankie Valley was uh, topping the charts. That song hit number one and, of course, uh, was from the movie Grease. Uh, Grease is the word, and in fact, so that, that that ties in a little more to present day because of the passing of Olivia Newton-John recently. But I, I, I don't know, uh, Chuck. Did you go see Grease when it was at the theater? Yes, I did. Yeah, so did I. And Alicia and Josh, maybe you've seen it in you know on TV reruns, or you rented the the DVD at some point in time in your yep, life. Yeah, I've seen it. Definitely. It's always it. interesting to see the people, you know, from say 1978 that they used to depict high school students. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we looked. Oh, That's oh how we God. roll, Josh. Right. That's yeah. how we roll. I'm like, that guy's not a senior in high school. He's 35 <laughs> with a mortgage and two kids. <laughs> You wouldn't want to play them in football, that's for sure. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. So uh, there's a lot going on with the economy. And and after the pandemic, conflict in Europe, a spike in inflation, fear of recession, probably not surprising we've had volatility in the markets so far this year. But, you know, let's try and calm some fear here today on the show. Your thoughts on all of this? Everyone take a deep breath. (laughs) Namaste. Relax. So, um... Cycles happen, right? In the markets, things go up, things go down. And I think a lot of, you know, folks kind of were enjoying the secular bull market, you know, for a little over 12 years. So I think some of this volatility caught some people by surprise simply because they were, you know, sort of planning for the best and hoping for the best. And then things don't always shake out that way, as we know. And so, you know, there are a lot of bright spots still in the economy. 
I know a lot of people are talking, well, we had two, you know, consecutive quarters of declining GDP. So clearly that's a recession. And while that's an indicator for it, you know, kind of a rule of thumb, we got to look at the National Bureau of Labor Statistics to really determine whether or not we're in a recession. Because you look at a lot of different things, job markets, which we were kind of talking about a little bit earlier. Um, what is going on there, right? We've seen new jobs created. We've seen a lot of available jobs out there. We're still seeing the services um, environment booming. You know, the restaurants are full, airports are full, you know, so we're still seeing a lot of consumer discretionary spending. So I think we're in this cycle where, you know, we're going to see a recession. Likely we're going to see stock market volatility. All these things are going to happen. But if you have a well-laid plan that, you know, addresses your risk tolerance and not just your risk tolerance in a booming, growing, thriving economy with a bull market, you got a plan that addresses kind of both sides of that spectrum, then you're going to be in a good position to capitalize on some of the opportunities that are going to come out of this. So, Yeah, yeah the old plan, though, is certainly what you laid out there, Josh. Now, 40% of workers who they put retirement plans on hold. Now, maybe they didn't have the true plan, but they were thinking of retiring in 2020 or 2021. And then they hit the pause button because, Ooh, I don't, you know, I don't know what's going on. So how do you help people get back engaged and get serious about preparing for retirement? Well, I think it comes back to the, the saying that we just, we say in here all the time, we want to hope for the best, plan for the worst. And so when people are, you know, taking that pause on retirement or pause on even we've seen a lot of people pause on saving for retirement mm -hmm. because, you know, they're getting nervous. And it's, it, that's where more than anything, you need to have a plan. You need to have uh, coaches helping you and be in your corner and kind of guiding you through some of the hard times because, life goes on. Life is moving on. And so you need to make sure that you have a plan moving on with it. You know, and with when you said 40% of people have put their retirement on hold, yeah. and I would, I would imagine that uh, probably more than half them, they don't need to. They, they could really retire right now, but the bottom line is they really, they have not had anyone sit down with them and show them uh, a plan of, hey, even with what's happened with the market, and yeah, you've lost some money, here's what would, you know, here's how long your money's going to last. And that's the sad thing of it is, is so many people are just thinking and guessing and, and they, it's kind of like going on a, on a road trip and not having a map of where you're going and how far you've, uh, you've gone and, and when you're going to get there. And that's the same thing with retirement planning. You have to have a road map, and that's what we do here. In fact, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh have a free guide for you. It's downloadable, and it's on the website. The website address, laymanlewisresources.com. And the guide is, Will a Recession Rob Your Retirement? All you have to do is go to laymanlewisresources.com, scroll down, find the Will a Recession Rob Your Retirement. Click on it, input your, your name and, uh, and address and uh, email address, and it will be sent to you via PDF on the on your email. That's at laymanlewisresources.com. Along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. So let's talk about uh, there's a new survey out on retirement. 44% of retirees say that expenses in retirement are higher than they anticipated. So again, these are probably people <laughs> that didn't come and find seek the advice of a professional financial 
uh, you know, advisor who specializes in retirement income planning. So how do you help pre- uh, people prepare for higher costs in the future? Well, we we all went to go speak at the same time. That's no, no, why we were me, like, uh, yeah, I, oh, oh, oh. I, I saw faces, and then I it was know, like, all right, who's going? <laughs> so this, I mean, we could all chime in on this. I think, you know, people don't realize when they're looking at retirement, we look at all different sorts of things. We look at inflation. We look at taxes. And, you know, we're heading into some tax hikes. So we're preparing for that with the families that we work with. Um, but I think, you know, when, when people... People say, oh, my expenses are whatever it is, X, Y, Z. Um, little do they realize that on a um, good inflation rate, which let's say three and a half, their expenses are going to double in 23 years. And we do see people taking inflation bumps every year. We encourage people to take inflation bumps because uh, inflation is a real thing. I'm sure you all feel it at the gas pump, uh, in the grocery stores. Oh my gosh. Um, but I think it all comes down to, and I, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but having a plan and working with somebody who works for you, who works specialized in retirement planning that looks at things like inflation and taxes and how can we make your money last and and looking just at healthcare even healthcare is very very expensive so there's a lot of different things that we analyze and plan for so that our people are not caught off guard by higher expenses in retirement and i think one of the biggest lies that y- everyone has been told is that, oh, you know, just when you're in retirement, your expenses are going to be less. And it's not true. I mean, yes, some people don't have a mortgage in retirement. I hope you don't have a mortgage in retirement, but we look at all the things, all the bucket lists. And, uh, you know, you think about when you retire, you are moving into a season of life that you get to do all the things that you've not been doing right. So you think about when you're working, you're not, you're not typically having five different hobbies or going on all these bucket list trips or, you know, you are spending less. And so when you're in retirement, we actually see it the other way around that you, you spend about the same or even more. Mm. So let's talk about, uh, as people are reaching out and coming in and, and those, those potential clients, or you have a dinner seminar and, you, and you're hearing from people, what are some of the top concerns that people are kind of uh, putting at your feet here, let's say, here in 2022? Outliving their income is, has been, that's big, been the biggest concern that I've heard for the last 40 years. Sure. Uh, and, you know, and currently, of course, taxes. Taxes is a huge uh, concern because people are starting to realize that, oh my gosh, um, you know, we're going to have a tax tsunami here in another year and a half, two years. You know, and honestly, these things kind of ebb and flow, right? It, it all kind of happens with the, the headlines and the news also. So I think recently it's been inflation and market volatility has really kind of stung a lot of people. And, you know, that kind of just impacts our everyday life. So when you're wondering, you know, like when you're going to the grocery store and you're looking at, hey, I want to get some ribeyes and then you see the price and you go, we're having burgers tonight. I think that becomes a little more on the forefront of people's minds of like, what happens if inflation continues to go up? What happens if it's costing me more and more money to put gas in my tank? So, 
you know, I think recently, you know, outliving income, I think will always sort of be this withstanding concern for retirees. But now as inflation has crept up, and now that we're seeing more and more market volatility, I think that puts a bigger onus on that. And it's a little more of a pressing issue for a lot of families. You know, folks, as you're listening to the show today, the the greatest professional athletes still have coaches. So, again, even even uh, you know uh, the great Denver Broncos and and the especially quarterbacks, they're always going to have a coach that tries to help get them mentally prepared for the game. Or you know, again, the Nuggets uh, players and and you think through the Avalanche players, they're all going to have coaches that help them in the off season get better for the upcoming season. So why in the world would you think that you can navigate retirement by yourself just because you've earned money all your life, you've spent money all your life, and you know how to navigate moving forward? Because in retirement, you're paying yourself. There isn't a check hitting your bank every two weeks or every month from uh, you know XYZ Corporation. You or the corporation. How are you going to efficiently pay yourself to make that money, that nest egg you've saved your entire working career, last all the way through your retirement? Are you prepared to make that money last for 30, 35, 40 years in retirement? My guess is you have no clue, so reach out. And Alicia, Chuck, and Josh would love to sit down and navigate this with you. The phone number very easy to remember. 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report after this. Inflation. It never stops. Do you understand how it could impact your retirement savings? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it. His son Chuck built on it and continued it. And now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Who will get your things when you're gone? Discover what options you have to make sure your wishes are carried out by getting Lehman Lewis Financial Group's free estate planning guide by texting GIFT to 970-446-1234. That's GIFT to 970-446-1234. Four of the hardest words to hear are, we need to talk. But sometimes that's the best way to start a serious conversation. You found the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, unfortunately, many couples and families, they, they put off tough conversations that they need to have so that they can plan for the future together. 
and, and preparing for a future as a family through estate and legacy planning, well, let's face it, it's a, a good thing, but it's also what people kind of shy away from because they feel like it's too difficult. So let's talk about some of the top tips for starting some of these tough family conversations about legacy and inheritance planning and when you guys sit down and and talk with folks. Well, you know, I actually uh, found this list of tips on WebMD of all places. And that's uh, actually where I diagnosed myself with many diseases. Yeah, as well. How's that working out for you, Josh? Still, still alive. Still alive. And, you know, while I know that these are ultimately written for those tough conversations on health, I really think that they can apply to financial conversations as well. So first of all, um, prepare. I, this is, this is one that, you know, if you are thinking about retirement, if, if you have not ever had a plan or maybe you even have had a plan, but you haven't updated it for a while, it is the best thing to do is to prepare always. And not only prepare with a professional, but prepare uh, with your spouse having those hard conversations. Um, That hard conversation might be uh, what it looks like to be prepared um, with a will or a trust, uh, be, being prepared with your your financial portfolio and your plan, what happens when, when you pass away or your spouse passes away, just being prepared in all those areas. The other thing is uh, be positive. Be positive. So going in with these negative attitudes are never going to help. They're not going to help your situation. They're not going to help with the conversation. So be positive, be positive, be positive. Next thing that uh, on this list is set a time and a place. So I think that this is really, really powerful. I do this a lot with Josh, um, where I have learned very uh, quickly in our marriage that a lot of times it's hard for me to just pop a question on him and say, we need to talk, let's talk now. Yeah, let so, me pull the pin out of the grenade and throw it yep. out on the floor. Right, so. your, your armpits immediately get a little moist when someone <laughs> says that, right? It's never, you never want to catch someone off guard with that. Right? Yeah, so a lot of times, um, knowing Josh, I, I like to let him know, hey, um, we need to talk about this. Uh, why don't you start thinking about X, Y, Z and let's, you know, let's find a time to sit down and talk about it. And that way he has kind of, he can mentally prepare if you will. And I would say the same, same goes for pretty much everyone. If, if you have time to mentally prepare, um, it just makes for an easier conversation. So, um, the other thing is set a time limit. So this, I think is, um, really good so that it's kind of that um, ensuring that the discussion is going to be really productive if you have that time limit. And set expectations. So setting the expectations of, hey, we're, we're going to go through this conversation. We're not going to interrupt each other. This is nothing personal, no personal attacks, uh, no shouting, no, you know, just things like that. I don't know um, if some of those type of expectations need laid out, but I, I think that laying out the expectations so that everybody can be on the same page. Here's a big one. Listen, go into these conversations with an open mind, uh, wanting to hear the other person's viewpoint 
and really making that true, genuine effort to listen and stop thinking about what you're going to say next, but actually listen to what the other person is saying and, uh, be self-aware, be self-aware. So make sure that you're, uh, not making any assumptions, be aware of how you're speaking, you know, your, your tone, your, uh, what is your point? Um, maybe you might be coming across, uh, you know, harsh, make sure that you're not doing that. Um, so yeah, be self-aware. And lastly, uh, end the conversation gracefully. So don't abruptly end the conversation, you know, kind of maybe summarize the discussion, uh, make sure that you're being grateful to them for taking the time to talk with you about it and, um, and let them know how much you appreciate the conversation and end it gracefully. So these, Mm. these are, you know, these are really good tips for some of these hard conversations. Yeah. And by the way, Alicia, Chuck and Josh have a free guide for you. It's the estate planning guide. It's called the greatest gift. You can find it on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. Click on it, hit the download button, enter your your information, and it'll be a downloadable PDF to you uh, via your email, courtesy of the Layman Lewis Financial Group. You can find it again at laymanlewisresources.com. Look for the estate planning guide called The Greatest Gift. Along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. So when it comes to these types of plans, legacy, estate, who should be involved? Who, sh- who should be in the room? Honestly, I think, you know, everybody should be involved. But kind of in my opinion, I think maybe there's a hierarchy to that where, you know, you should probably have that conversation with your spouse maybe before you loop the kids in. <laughs> Just And, and we've kind of seen, right, we've seen this happen not necessarily with the whole family, but we might sit down with a prospective family and say, hey, is inheritance important to you? And then we get a mixed kind of bag of answers from both parties. And then you can tell, like, you guys haven't actually had, you know, this productive conversation about it. And maybe the missus wants little Johnny to get all of the money. And Mr.'s like, I don't want him to have my money. He can get a job and get it himself. So <laughs> I think it's important that, you know, mom and dad are on the same page. And then once they kind of have an action plan put together, that's when they loop the kids in and then the other outside family members. So, again, it kind of comes back to that step one Alicia talked about of of preparation and making sure, you know, you guys have goals that are in line with each other or have kind of some idea what that might look like. So let's talk about the impact on our overall retirement plan. What what, What could the impact be if we don't have proper estate planning documents in place? Oh man, you could uh, your money could go to the wrong person. I mean, ultimately, like the government. <laughs> exactly. Not my uncle Sam, yeah. but <laughs> right. So, obviously there's some major major tax considerations to consider with that too. But you got to look at, you know, like things like pension benefits, you know, how does that pass on to your spouse, social security benefits, but also updating beneficiaries. You know, I've heard and read about some just crazy stories about how people you know, might have had an employer plan and then they moved on to a different job but never updated their beneficiaries. And then their first wife, you know, gets all of the money. Or maybe they were younger and they had their parents as a beneficiary, you know, before they got married and established a family. So then their new family doesn't get any of the assets. And so there's all of these different things to consider, but it's really 
kind of just this declaration of how and when and where you want all of your assets and things to go. So if you're not planning for that, or if you haven't looked at it and updated it, I mean, it could be disastrous, really. Well, and I think the other thing too, we see a lot of people that are saying, you know, I, I want this inheritance for my kids, but I kind of don't really want them to know about it because I don't want them to be banking on it. Um, I want them to work hard for their money. And um, that's where we say that, and that's absolutely okay. Um, but again, having a team on your side, you know, we are not estate planning attorneys, but we sure work with them. So uh, make sure that you have an attorney that is writing up uh, your your will, your trust if you need one, uh, your beneficiary deeds, things like that. And I'm glad you brought that up because, again, if you get to this stage of life and you're starting this plan uh, and you don't have an attorney, again, the Lehman Lewis Financial Group has uh, professionals uh, in this arena that they can help uh, get you in touch with. Now, Chuck, you've been, you know, you're in your fifth decade of, of doing this. So how does the team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group approach estate and legacy planning? Well, the first thing we do is, you know, like, uh, and I'm going to reiterate everything we just said. We're talking to people and asking them, Are, is this important to you? Is inheritance important? And even if they say, now nah, whatever's left over, you still have to have a plan for that. And, you know, the way we approach it is, uh, again, making sure that all their beneficiary um, you know, designations are the way they want it because, you know, I have run into a situation where a gentleman was uh, married, you know, and had a 401k and, and uh, got a divorce, never changed it. And his ex-wife, you know, inherited over a million dollars and there was no legal way to uh, get that back because beneficiaries, uh, you know, beneficiary trumps everything else. Mm -hmm. So you've got to you've got to make sure that everything's in place, and more importantly is you know the taxation of it. Uh, because if you don't take care of you know if you're not doing it properly, you are going to pay more taxes than what are due. And you know we all in here believe that yes, we should pay our taxes, but not a dime more than what's due. And you know if you don't have a plan, if you're not keeping up on it and looking at these documents and making sure that everything's in place, not just once every 15, 20 years, but pretty regularly, you could get caught in a trap where you're not, uh, you know, you're not doing what you want to do and you're not passing the money to who you want it to. So the, it's just all about having a plan. Mm. So again, to reiterate for our listeners today that Alicia, Chuck, Josh, the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team are, uh, you know, that they, they ask you to seek the advice of a qualified estate planning attorney. If you don't have that contact, they can put you in touch with someone who does, uh, again, specialize in this part of the planning process when it comes to estate and legacy planning. Again, the, the plan, people looking ahead now. It, it is all about looking forward for your future. And if you don't plan now for that, when you get into the future, you could feel adequate or inadequately prepared. And no one likes to feel uh, you know, unprepared when it comes to retirement or anything in life. So start the plan today. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire team at Lehman Lewis would love to sit down and explore the income you need in retirement, the investments that you have, and how they're going to work with 
uh, you know, uh, the process. Uh, taxes, what are you going to pay in taxes in retirement? They can spell that out with you. Uh, also, health care and long-term care. What kind of a plan do you have in place, and, and how could this attack that nest egg that you've saved all your life for? And then the legacy and estate uh, planning uh, that they would love to put together with you. Reach out today, 970-446-1234, and start your very own personalized retirement roadmap. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Ready to take control of your future? Register now for one of Lehman Lewis Financial Group's upcoming dinner seminars by texting RSVP to 970-446-1234. That's RSVP to 970-446-1234. Hey, it's Shimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%. But even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dream. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and have paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. For even more on retirement planning, check out the Lehman Lewis team's TV show, Retire Colorado. Tune in Sunday mornings at 5.30 on 9 News. Half of women who become widowed in the United States are under the age of 59. Welcome back to the NOCO Retirement Reports. Joined by Alicia Lewis, Chuck, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Sorry, Chuck. I kind of chewed on your name a little bit chalk and josh yeah. chalk and chuck and <laughs> all right so uh let's let i mean again this statistic half of women who become widowed in the u.s are under the age of 59 that's a scary statistic to think of guys i sure glad when my wife hit 60 <laughs> now i will say <laughs> yeah, even back in the 1960s my grandmother my dad's mom fell into this category her husband was 58 and she was i believe 56 and so and she lived into her 90s so she lived 40 years without her husband wow uh, but just amazing to think that i mean that this is a, a real stat out there i mean women uh, in the audience, uh, we really need to be prepared. And by the way, guys, if she gives you a, a shot to the ribs, there's a reason. You need to pay attention as well because your uh, estate and legacy plan needs to be preparing for her because statistically speaking, fellas, we go first. Man, isn't that – I? and you know what? We're seeing – we see this a lot, and it's – I – but when I when I hear that statistic, yeah. I still am just like, whoa! Yeah, that blows is, your way. That is nuts, and that's why we are always encouraging, uh, encouraging both spouse, but specifically women. 
get involved, get involved in the planning. And I know so many times it's like, oh, that's just, that's not my, you know, that's, that's not my expertise. That's, you know, his expertise. And, and we always say, I'm, I'm sorry, you've got to come in. You both have to come in. We're going to sit down with you both. And guess what we do? We educate. We don't talk over people's heads. We really sit down and say, what is it that you want? What is it that you want? We ask both of them because uh, a lot of times it is different thoughts uh, that, well, I thought that I, that we were going to do this and, oh, I kind of wanted to do that. And, and sometimes it's like, gosh, I've never even thought of that. We need to talk about that. And well, so, but Alicia, let's face it. You've been in those appointments before and I am speaking to you because you're, you know, the female in our group when, when people come in and, and you are illustrating, you know, if you keep on your current path, uh, this could be the result and, you know, potentially running out of money, say it's, uh, I don't know, 78. <laughs> and the wife is like, what have you been doing? Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> we and a lot of people are, you know, they a lot of people say, what in the world is going on here? We need to start working together um, for this this goal that we have. And I think it holds both of them accountable if oh, yeah. both of them are in the meeting. Yep. And, uh, you know, the other thing that I have noticed is when we go through our our whole process with a prospective client, the, the women usually say, this is the first time that I've ever understood this. You've not talked over my head. Uh, and I always say we put it in layman's terms, no pun intended. But, <laughs> but you know, it they they walk away thanking us and saying thank you so much i think i have a handle on what's going on and it it actually takes a pressure off of the of the husband as well i believe knowing that hey we're both on the same page now but you know a lot of times like alicia said they they don't have a clue of what's going on and what do you mean we're going to buy a, a vacation home in Wisconsin? I hate Wisconsin. Yeah. But, you know, just things like that. But it really helps them to both as a be a team in the retirement years. And that's extremely important. All right, uh, Josh. So, you know, l- let's put the scenario in. I mean, you, you've got a couple sitting there. And, and again, we are wanting to address this, not really to both to both spouses, but let's say you're already widowed and you're coming in and you're starting to hear this message like, uh, you know, things change when it comes to retirement income planning, but legacy planning is different from that. So, you know, what can you do to help women feel financially prepared and make sure that they're, I mean, again, higher tax brackets for a single payer versus a, a couple. And I mean, there's so many things to plan for. Yeah, and that's a big one, too, that I don't think a lot of people realize is when you look at tax code, married filing jointly is really the most advantageous way to file taxes. So you're right. When you go to a single filer status, you're definitely seeing your tax bill go up for most people. So it's a big consideration. But also you look at things like maybe the loss of a pension benefit or, you know, a reduction in the payment of that. Similar scenario with Social Security, where the surviving spouse is going to get the higher of the two benefits, but one of them is going to go away. So more often than not, when we're sitting down with those families and we're saying, hey, we want to plan for this legacy and we want to make sure, you know, things go to your beneficiaries as you want, but 
kind of our main priority is looking at how is the surviving spouse going to still generate a similar income, still maintain that same quality of life. So that's also where, you know, a lot of times people look at social security benefits and say, well, I want to get the most benefit possible. Well, we also want to look at how does that apply to your situation? How is maybe the larger benefit growing so that we know that's going to be left to the surviving spouse? Um, Similar with pension benefits, you know, when people come in, we might not manage that pension. It could be through a corporation, but we're looking at that saying, how do we maximize that benefit, but still make sure there's coverage for that surviving spouse? So maybe a single life payout option is just wildly attractive. And we say, hey, this money, you know, and we could run the numbers and say, based on a 20 year amortization, you're going to get the best bang for your buck. However, we might need to supplement that with life insurance. We might need to supplement that income with maybe a fixed indexed annuity that has a guaranteed income component that we can use later on in order to replicate, recreate some of that lost income. So we're looking at all of those things. Debt comes into play also. You know, are you are you gonna are you 20 years out from paying down your mortgage? And then next thing you know, Mr. suddenly dies of a, a heart attack or something like that. How do we account for that? You know, are you going to sell the house or do you want to stay there? Because a lot of times, you know, and when I say a lot, it's pretty much 99% of the time when a spouse dies, we're telling people don't make any significant financial decisions for a period of time. You got a lot of things to process. So let us help you walk through that. But we want you to be in a situation where you're not worried about where am I going to get my income next month to pay my mortgage, to pay my Excel bill. We want to make sure a lot of those contingencies are in place so that as the dust settles, you work through that grief process, you know, six months, a year later, we're able to make some meaningful decisions on how to kind of make those adjustments. So a lot to consider with that. Oh my gosh, absolutely. By the way, again, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh have a free estate planning guide. It's called The Greatest Gift, and it's a guide that you can get free of charge, downloadable. It's a PDF. All you have to do is go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. And scroll down to The Greatest Gift, the estate planning guide, courtesy of Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. All you have to do is input your name and information, and it will be a PDF to you. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, and we continue on with our legacy planning discussion today. So if you have a life insurance policy, is this enough? to make sure that your family will be provided for when you pass? Well, I think that comes back to what is it that you need? And sometimes life insurance is needed. Sometimes it's not. Uh, but that's where we do an analysis and to to look at all the, all the different things that you know, you will have, whether it's whatever income you have, what, what debt you have all, I mean, we just do the big analysis and then we say, okay, do you need this life insurance? Do you not need this life insurance? And, um, I think it's kind of different for everybody. And, and uh, so many times people say, gosh, I don't need life insurance. That that's, that's for when I had kids at home and a mortgage. And again, it's not always about the death benefit either. Sometimes it's about the living benefit that you have available while, you know, with the life insurance that you can use some of the benefits while you're still alive. So just, it really depends on what type you have, how much you have and how much you need. <laughs> I mean, I actually have to put some thought into this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Imagine so, that. <laughs> let's talk about how, you know, how, you know, long-term care and the impact that can have on your retirement plan. 
Uh, how do you plan for long-term care as a component of that estate and legacy planning? Because you want to put that in, in the plan. You know, a lot of times people say, well, you know, yeah, I don't have long-term care and it, it's, it's not a concern. I'm in good health. And it just, it, it cracks me up because, you know, yeah, you're in good health until you're not. And you never know when something's going to go wrong. And long-term care is one of the biggest estate depleters in the United States. Uh, you know, the, the cost of long-term care is somewhere in the neighborhood of around $300,000. Your stay, uh, you know, uh, at least in uh, you know, Larimer County, Weld County, it's going to cost you somewhere in the neighborhood of $100,000 a year. And uh, average stay in a nursing home is three years. Well, figure it out. And then if you have dementia, uh, you know, something like that, that isn't going to, you know, you're going to live longer you're looking at a half a million dollars or more easily. So how are you going to take care of that? Well, long-term care insurance, if you can get it, if it's so stinking expensive. And I'm not saying it's bad. Sometimes that's the best way to go. But there are other alternatives that a lot of people aren't aware that you can take care of long-term care situations. Uh, example, we've talked about life insurance as an asset class. So many people are not aware of the fact that uh, certain life insurance policies that people purchase, 25% of the death benefit can be used on a yearly basis for their long-term care. So think about that. If you end up needing it, well, first of all, it's not as expensive as, as long-term care. Second of all, if you don't use it, you're not going to lose it. Your your heirs are going to receive a death benefit. And a lot of these have a cash accumulation, a very attractive cash accumulation that in some instances, if planned properly, can be tax-free. So it's a win-win-win situation. You can use it for uh, a death benefit. You can use it for a cash living benefit to supplement your retirement income. And it can be used as a nursing home or home health care or assisted living benefit. So that's the kind of thing that at Lehman Lewis Financial Group, we always say the option you're never given is the option you'll never take. So here's all of your options. And I, I would say that 90% of the people, when we show them some of the benefits of life insurance and how it can be used, they're like, why wouldn't I want to do that? And our answer is always the same. Well, you have to qualify for it because it is a life insurance policy. Mm. Folks, what you hear on the show with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, this is the same feeling you're going to get when you're sitting around the table talking about your retirement income plan. It is this type of conversation they love to foster, and they will put it in layman's terms. Reach out today. Start the conversation. The phone number, 970-446-1234. It's like sitting around the kitchen table having that important discussion. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. And we'll continue with the NOCO Retirement Report after this. Hey, Northern Colorado. Do you have questions about your retirement plan? Call the family-owned and operated Lehman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. 
Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it. His son Chuck built on it and continued it. And now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Could you end up paying too much in taxes when you retire? Find out by getting Lehman Lewis Financial Group's free tax guide by texting TAX to 970-446-1234. That's TAX to 970-446-1234. You found the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. It's time to play some trivia, folks, because I'm going to make you guess what year am I? And see if your thinking caps are on uh, today. Are, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. So these things happened in this year, and then we're going to have Alicia, Chuck, and Josh take a stab at what year it was. The Rolling Stones, uh, they had a record that they released in uh, this year, and it was this very tune that they released. Chuck's dancing and dancing away. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, the uh, Gateway Arch in St. Louis was completed. Martin Luther King Jr. led the Civil Rights March from Selma to Montgomery to push for voting rights. Um, this was another popular tune uh, in this year from the Supremes. always fun to just have some music going and kind of get your toes tapping. Alicia's oh, yeah. dancing in her chair. So uh, what year am I? Supremes had that hit, Back in Your Arms Again. Rolling Stones had couldn't get satisfaction. The Gateway Arch, uh, MLK, uh, March Across uh, from Selma to Montgomery. What year am I? In the 60s. I'm I have to think. I have no, can I, am I allowed to Google? In the 60s, man. <laughs> no Google, I have no, no idea. Googling. Josh well, probably knows. Okay, hold me, on. Let me, let, hold on. Let me give you, a, I'll give you a couple more uh, tidbits, okay? Top grossing movie of this year was The Sound of Music. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's oh. got to be somewhere in the, it's in the 60s. It's in the mid. The Voting Rights Act was... It, See, this 66. is where I knew Josh. Josh, that, that was my trigger. That was mine too. Was yeah. the voting? Um, it had to have been. So you said mid sixties. Are you going to yeah. nail a year? Sixty-five, sixty-six. Yep. Probably sixty-five. Stop it, you 1965. guys. Nineteen sixty-five. See, it's it's always good to have group discussion. You, I mean, you guys have been, you know, playing trivia games at the bar, or, you know, wherever. Maybe with friends, you've played Trivial Pursuit or whatever I, it might be. I have it's, kids. I can't <laughs> go to the bar. <laughs> 
He has a bar at home. Yeah, yeah. touche, <laughs> touche. Uh, you know, but that's the fun. It's trying to nail down what what exact year is it. And sometimes it's, you know, for me, it's a lot of times it's a sporting event that happens that I can usually nail down. Music once in a while gets you kind of in that area. But but look at both you and Chuck, Josh, said the, the Voting Rights Act. Uh, that's really what kind of narrowed it down for you. Yeah, the, the Rolling Stones threw me off. I, I did not realize that that was back in the mid '60s. Yeah, how about that? So yeah, that's yeah, what the music kind of wasn't a trigger for me. Yeah, yeah it's probably not legislation. You know, all the fun things that happened. So. <laughs> well, well, let's think of somebody born in 1965 is the end of the baby boom generation. So they're eight years away from being 65. They're 57 today. Uh, in you know, if they were born in '65. So, uh, so if you're if you're born in '65, and I'm close to that, folks. Right now is a pretty good time to start planning for retirement. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Now is I mean, stop procrastinating. But, but think about that. Think if they said, I'm 10 years from retiring, and they spent the next decade really honing in on what it is they want to do, how much further ahead will they be? Considerably further ahead. I mean, with a lot of things, too. Debt payment, uh, income generation, you know, asset planning, all the things, you know, that the time is the most irreplaceable thing there is, the most yep. precious commodity. Yep. And, you know, the, uh, and I know we harp on this, but the sooner you can start doing it, the better off you're going to be. So, mm. uh, By the way, the phone number to reach out to Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. Think of this, 57 years, cost of gas was 31 cents a gallon. It's uh, certainly moly. well well more than that. Today. I think that's about the tax. We I was going to say the tax now. is a little bit. Not even. I would say it might be more. Yeah. Postage stamp was five cents. Uh, average cost of a home twenty one thousand five hundred. Good luck. That wow. might be the uh, small dollhouse. That, that's a dollhouse you built for your uh, child out back. Um, <laughs> cost of a new car twenty six hundred and fifty bucks. Jeez, tires wow. cost that much uh, anymore. <laughs> a loaf of bread twenty one cents. Uh, Hamburger, fries, salad, and dessert you could get for a buck. Stop it. (laughs) Where can I find that deal? Hey, let's roll back prices to 1965. (laughs) I mean, so it's it's just interesting. So think about, you know, that I I think that's, uh, again, a great illustration. What were the wages? What were the wages, though? We have have to think about that, too. Mm, Good point. What were the wages? I thought median salary was probably. 15k no, or so. I bet it wasn't that much well, nope. probably nope. yeah probably was twelve thousand dollars I would guess yep. I was gonna say nine to nine to but, 12 but think about there. that think of the inflation and and those are great examples of inflation yep. over time and that's what happens to your retirement if you don't plan if you're all of a sudden thinking I'm spending 31 cents a gallon in retirement and all of a sudden uh, again things double about every 20 years uh, you probably want to you know, again, plan for inflation in retirement. Absolutely. I think that's paramount. And, you know, just those numbers when we talk about how crazy that seems, I mean, that's realistic. So, you know. Oh, my gosh. I had to Google. I had to Google it, you guys. What was it? Median Uh, income? What was it? Yes. Median income in 1965 was 6,900. Seven grand. Seven grand. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's that, very generous. And again, wow. that's that, that's what you're, you know, hope to get in a month or month and a half now. I mean, a, a, let's say a median income, you know, I mean, seven thousand. That's eighty four thousand a year that you're that you're making. And so, 
Wow, that's uh, yeah, that's crazy. So, but again, it, it still comes back to the to the plan, folks, and and that's why we want you to be prepared when it comes to retirement. Now, uh, from the world of retirement planning, a couple of things uh, that were going on in 1965. President Lyndon Baines Johnson signed into law Medicare and life expectancy in the U.S. 73.8 years for women, 66.8 for men. That has gone up as well. I mean, life expectancy, you know, is is way higher than that now. Certainly, we need to deal with Medicare. But these are two things that you have to plan for in retirement uh, if you're going to uh, have resource last you a long time. Yeah, I mean, medical advancements have just been incredible. And while that's that's a great thing, it can also be, uh, you know, you don't want to be 100 years old and, um, you know, flat busted broke. And so you think about, gosh, life expectancy now being around mid 80s, mm-hmm. that's it's gone up a lot. And I think that people uh, people know that, though. And I think people understand or are starting to understand that, um, you know, looking at past generations of, yeah, my my grandparents died in their 60s or 70s, but they were, you know, chain smokers or whatever it is. And you think about healthy lifestyles and things like that, more people are living to 100 than ever before. Yeah, no doubt. And it does take planning. It does take time and and your effort along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I mean, that's where, again, we want people to feel like this this is a partnership. I mean, you guys are that the reason you do this show is to educate, but w- the reason you ask for them to come in is is to give them uh, again kind of that financial coach feel. You've got people working with you. This isn't you know a, uh, uh, you know you do this and I do that. This is a partnership. Absolutely, and I you know I think we we really try to communicate that with the families we get to work with. But you know having those opportunities to sit down and discuss those things in a pragmatic fashion. And just coming alongside them, you know, it's not, it's not just one or the other. It's really, what are you looking to do? You know, what do you want to accomplish? And then we come to the table with those different ideas and we want something that, you know, sits well with you, that you understand that's agreeable, that's really going to meet those goals and objectives. So it really is a partnership. So let's kind of put a bow on on this discussion. We've had some fun. You know, we played some tunes. uh, Can't Get No Satisfaction from the Rolling Stones was released in 1965. The Supremes released Back in My Arms again. It hit number one on the uh, pop singles chart. You know, again, we talked about the median income. Alicia Googled the fact that what just shy of $7,000 was the income in, in this era. Uh, for folks, but if, if if there's a you know somebody let's say between let's see 55 and 60, so they're right in the heart of this 1965 era when they were born. What what should they be thinking about? What topics should they be coming in and asking about right now? I think the number one topic is: <laughs> Do I have a plan? Am I planning properly? Have I have I missed anything? And that's usually, you know, a good indication that people are seriously starting to think about maybe I don't know everything and I do need some help because it, there's inevitably anyone that comes in here. I don't care how good they are with what they've done. They're always saying, oh, I didn't think about that. And, you know, that's where you need a professional to sit down with you and make sure that you've got all the I's dotted and all the T's crossed and that you're 
you're planning on everything. Like we said earlier in the, in the show, people are, oh, I better not retire now because the market's down or, you know, inflation's uh, going through the roof and I better continue to work. That is not acceptable. You should know whether this is affecting your retirement plan and not just blatantly just saying, well, I'm going to continue to work because the market's down. Well, that's that's not having a plan. And, and you guys, Alicia and Josh, you guys, Chuck has seen it forever, you know, going on five decades here. But how many times do people talk themselves out of retirement oh, just because gosh. they've, you know, just, they're, well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do. I can no. talk myself out of anything. <laughs> yeah, honestly, we actually visited with the guy a few weeks ago, and he has a long commute to work. And he's like, every day, you know, when I'm listening to the radio, they have the market update. And he's like, when the Dow futures are up, he's like, this is it. I'm going to tell my employer I'm retiring. And he's like, and then I'd never do it. And then the next day they're down. And then I think I can't retire. And <laughs> problem is he doesn't have a plan put together, you know, and we're working on that right now for him. But it's one of those things. If you, if you were doing this now when you're, say, 57, you know, somewhere in that 55 to 60-year range, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you can really kind of put a date on that and say, at X, Y, and Z, I'm going to retire because I know I've yep. put all of these things in place to realistically and tangibly be able to retire. I know how I'm going to generate income. I know, you know, theoretically when I'm going to take Social Security. I know how all of these things are going to work. And, and I think that's super important to look at earlier on because too often people go, oh, I'm going to retire at 65 because I can get Medicare. Yep. Well, have you looked at all of the other things that go with that? Well, no, because, you know, this, that, or the other. So I think that really allows people to kind of look at it in a more tangible fashion and say, I'm going to retire at X state and here's how I'm going to do it. Oh, that would be, that would be a lot of fun to circle a date on the calendar and hit the target folks to start your target date for your retirement. Reach out to Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire team today, 970-446-1234. That's going to wrap up the NOCO retirement report. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, always great to be with you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank, Thank you. Hey, this is Alicia Lewis. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Hopefully you heard something that is going to help you plan for your retirement. As always, if you have any specific questions, please feel free to give me a call. 970-446-1234. Again, that's 970-446-1234. So we offered a couple of the free retirement guides. These guides are gonna be really helpful information to prepare for retirement. So if you wanna get any of these guides that we talked about today, go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. Have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC. AE Wealth Management and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed index products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. 
Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. This radio show is a paid placement. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%. But even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dream. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and am paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.